Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. A total of 40 new coronavirus cases have been recorded in the Hewelvar Health Board area in the last 24 hours. The local health board's total now stands at 3,157, with 56,178 across the whole of Wales. There are 29 new cases reported in Carmarthenshire, which now has a total of 2,246, two in Ceredigion, which has 276, and nine in Pembrokeshire, bringing the county's total to 635. Contractors to build council flats in Milford Haven are being invited to tender for the £2.65 million project. Pembrokeshire County Council's Director of Social Services and Housing, Jonathan Griffiths, in consultation with Cabinet Member for Housing, Councillor Michelle Bateman, have signed off a delegated decision to invite and evaluate tenders. Procurement is for 15 new council flats specified for elderly people during the planning process at Charles Street on the site of the former Motor World building. Planning permission for the plan was granted in January. The delegated decision report, published on November the 5th, states that the flats will be fully accessible one and two self-contained bedroom flats proposed with shared circulation areas. The lower ground floor has space for car parking as well as mobility scooters. The ground floor includes a housing office with direct access from Charles Street. The upper floor includes a communal rooftop terrace with seating areas. The development will ensure the integration of the residents with the wider community. Pembrokeshire County Council's six waste and recycling centres will open on Monday following the firebreak lockdown. Waste and recycling centres, WRCs, across Wales were among the facilities which the Welsh Government stated must close during the firebreak period. The booking system and restrictions introduced earlier this year following the COVID-19 pandemic will remain in place and all visits to WRCs must be booked in advance. There will be no entry without a pre-booked appointment. Bookings will reopen on Sunday, November the 8th. The easiest way to book is online at www.pembrokeshire.gov.uk forward slash waste hyphen bookings. Slots can also be booked by calling 01437 764 551 9am to 5pm Monday to Friday. Over 50 new holiday homes are being added by an award-winning Pembrokeshire Park group as staycation demand continues to rise due to COVID-19. Celtic Holiday Parks has secured a six-figure finance package from HSBC UK to expand the holiday rental fleet across its three sites, Croft Country Park in Reynolton, Noble Court Holiday Park Narbeth and Meadow House Holiday Park Amroth, as well as new dining and wellbeing facilities on two of the sites. The HSBC UK funding was secured as part of the government-backed coronavirus business interruption loan scheme. Hugh Pendleton, Managing Director of Celtic Holiday Parks, said, This season has been a very challenging time for holiday parks across the UK, made even more challenging with additional localised and Wales lockdowns. When restrictions were eased, we did see a huge rise in demand for staycations. In order to meet this demand, we knew we needed to invest in the expansion of our holiday parks, now more than ever. HSBC UK in particular, our relationship director Alex Loxton, has done a fantastic job in supporting us during this period and enabling us to reopen our doors to our wonderful guests who couldn't wait to come back to their happy place. 
And finally, a murder mystery novel set in Pembrokeshire will be launched on Amazon next week. Author Jeff Warren has a strong affinity with the county, having married a Pembrokeshire girl and worked as a chef in the kitchens of a local hotel for two summers, in between working as a chemistry lecturer. He currently writes crime and action-adventure fiction and is working on a series of murder mystery novels set in Pembrokeshire. The first of these, A Final Regret, a Pembrokeshire murder mystery, comes out next week. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much to Kim Thomas and the news team. So the weather for you on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. It's going to be staying rather dry but grey and cloudy for the majority of the day, with the rain clearing through all areas by the afternoon to leave a dry day. And then turn tonight, it'll be cloudy in the evening with scattered showers overnight. Some of these could be heavy, so keep that in mind if you are travelling around this evening. Low cloud and fog forming, especially over the Preseli Hills. A mild night with minimum temperatures of 10 degrees Celsius, feeling a little bit colder in the breeze, down to 8 or 9. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio.
All right, and we are back. Welcome, everyone. This is the final hour of the Sunday Gaming Show, and I'm back once again with James Scudder and Carl Williams, who I've had the pleasure of interviewing for the last couple of uh, shows because we've had some fantastic stuff going on during this five-break lockdown from these two excellent gentlemen and, of course, from Ben as well. So, welcome, everyone. Uh, welcome, uh, well, I say everyone, but it's only two of you, so uh, <laughs> welcome to both of you. Great to have you here once again. How have things been going? Yeah, good, good. Um... It's, it's been a, a crazy, crazy week again. I mean, um, we were talking before obviously we went live and we were saying how uh, how quickly the first week went. Well, obviously the second week just seemed to pick up uh, speed as, as every day passed. And um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite sad that it's all come to a bit of an end really because, you know, we've, we've helped a tremendous amount of people and, and every day we seem to have had more orders going out and we had more people getting involved. So um, yeah, it's going to be strange not, not seeing the team every uh, every day and getting the orders in every night i think i think carl will share that as well <laughs> yeah yeah it will be it's um the one every time you look at your phone you're just like how many more how many more yeah. you know and you kind of get through them and and you kind of almost you, you get not you get your favorites we don't have favorites but you get the people that you get through and you know you've yeah. had that conversation with, with them yeah, yeah and you're like oh I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i can get you something again again today so yeah you yeah. do build up that relationship don't you and um yeah it is it is it is sad that we've we've got to slow it down for the time being yeah. How many meals has it been now? Because uh, you know, I think you mentioned it was uh, your initial aim was 500 meals, wasn't it? Uh, when we first started this uh, whole project, then you went up to a thousand. Where do we stand now after this week? I think it was um, a th- I had a little count of today, uh, and I did a little live this morning. 1360. 13 is the wow. total, and that's from the 1360. That is incredible. <laughs> See, th- that's that's okay. that. If if I had one a day, that's what that's three years of meals practically for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and and uh, as James rightly said, it just grew and grew and grew. And um, you know, the the planning was on on point coming into into week two. Everybody knew exactly what they were doing. To to be fair to the uh, to the volunteers, they'd um, because they'd been established with the girls all week. They'd gone and helped plan at night times and everything. So, but you know, by the time we got in the morning, it was only the late calls that came in from nine until eleven in the, in the morning that were got added to it. Um, and they were just they were firing through it. Um, I think it was by Wednesday we got up to one hundred and sixty one or something, I believe. Then yeah. it then uh, and then it grew. To the last one, one hundred and seventy on the last day. So it was just growing um, as, as we went along day by day. So, uh, so the big question, of course, is now we've gone through this fire break. It's been a, a very tough time for many of us, uh, and I imagine with many of the people you've had to deliver food to. The question is, though, if we, no, God forbid, we have another fire break happen again, would you guys do it all again? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you know, seeing how quickly we could set it up in the beginning and and how successful it's been and and how many people we've helped. Yeah, in in an absolute heartbeat. Um, Obviously, it was you know, so many generous people that, that sort of helped us get this off the ground. So, um, logistically, I'm not sure how it would work, but um, yeah, it kind of it kind of makes you think that you know, what, why isn't there something out there at the moment that that is helping people like this? Because um, you know, the messages I've had, Carly, and about you as well, since we've finished it, you know, is um, quite emotional from a lot of people. It's you know, seeing how we have helped them, and um, yeah, that's why it's quite difficult that we couldn't you know continue it really, but. Um, we definitely want to try and do something again in the future. And if we can do something at Christmas, you know, maybe um, yeah. that would be good. I, I, I completely concur. I mean, it's when you're seeing all these people that are so appreciative and that it is making a significant difference to their week, to their life, to their mindset, um, you know, to, to their, their family uh, group. Um, 
I think it, I, I don't know how to, it's not like that we've got it on our shoulders now, but yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable not trying to do something in the next position that we ha- that we're able to. Um, yeah. Christmas would be a good idea. We have got money left over as well. So, you know, that is a good fo- a good starting point. Um, and, you know, in the meantime, if we can think of any other ways where we can make it more cost effective to get more meals out of people, then, you know, I'd be really, really happy in order to try and help as many people as we can moving forward. Because we reached was it seven thousand six hundred now for uh, this week from where we started because it was originally just that low number of five thousand. We hit seven thousand three hundred last week. Had another donation of three hundred pounds this week, which uh, I imagine was many people from the public uh, putting in these donations. So, any major shout outs? Any people uh, this week that have really caught your attention? That you want to big, give a big thank you to? <laughs> There's so many people like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Should, we, should we start the list chronologically or alphabetically for this one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the, the nice thing for us was obviously we, we tried to get the local businesses involved in the beginning, and and then the generosity came through from the the individual people who were you know donating. So there's a huge, huge amount. I mean, I, I lost track of how many people had actually um, donated. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I say it again, it, it's not just the monetary side of things. I mean, if you see how many different people who came and gave up the time to a volunteer in the in the cafe and, and obviously the delivery drivers, I mean, we were seeing up to you know seven or eight different people each day who were who were volunteering their time to to deliver. So um, yeah, it just feels like a huge team, you know. And I'm not seeing those every day now. It's going to be a bit strange. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be going in on Monday now because, uh, of course, with the fire brigade, it's just like. Oh yeah, it's all changed because by the, by the sounds of it, by the time you hit the end of this week, you've had that uh, week's practice. It must have been yeah, yeah. A completely well-oiled machine every time you just put it together, and it's just in and out nice and quickly, and just seeing those smiles as you were doing the deliveries. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the biggest things that I've seen from from being in the shop, like more more so, more of the time, is the first week it was a bit frantic. Everybody wanted to get on, and you know, everybody we knew we were doing a good job, but everybody was still a little bit kind of like um, finding it difficult to cope, let's say, because, you know, we, we've not had that many a number of meals um, in a short period before. But towards the end of the, even the end of the first week, to be fair, walking into work, the ladies were smiling. They couldn't wait to get there. They couldn't wait for the volunteers to come in. Um, it, it just felt like you'd been this synergistic group, this, uh, you know, you could feel the group cohesion there between everybody. Um, and it was just a really, really nice atmosphere to be around. And it's going to be sad. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go to my cafe on Monday and be like, where is everybody? Um, but but no, it's, it's, um, it's an amazing feeling to, to have been a part of it. And um, we're really, really thankful that so many people have uh, have got on board. And um, yeah, hopefully we can get something in the future done again. I like placing orders. Come and see you on Monday morning, Carl. <laughs> that's all right. Good. There, there we are. So at least, at least that's in place. Yeah, because because with this lockdown, thing, so is there any surplus from these donations that's now going to be used for other purposes? Will they be kept in reserve for, you know, if we do have another firebreak or anything like that? What is the the plan with if there is any surplus, in fact, from uh, yeah, the donations of the people? Yeah, there is. There is a little bit of money left over. Obviously, um, myself and Carly to get together and work out how we want to do it. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, you know, the plan was maybe to donate to a local charity but i think after we've we've done this we've sort of seen you know how, how much of an impact it's had with people so it would be nice to to, to look at what we can and, and can't do and when we can do it um i say christmas is going to be a difficult time for everyone so you know we, we need to get together we're definitely going to do something it's just yeah um you know we, we don't know what's happening with covid as well is the, is the other thing so you know we definitely want to do something 
Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be put to good use and it's definitely going to go out to the community. We're just going to get our heads together between us. I'm sure we can come up with a good plan of, of how to work it. You know, you know, whether we do something the week before Christmas, the, the time between Christmas, the, the week after, whatever it is, whatever we can get our heads together with and something that suits the public. Um, and then, you know, obviously we can, you know, I, I wouldn't even mind if we could do something annually maybe you know we could have we could like, do something annually for people if needed whatever we can do to help really um it's our community it's our it's our people it's our area we want to make sure that especially after seeing this that we can look after as many of them as possible outstanding yeah because yeah, uh, anything like that definitely keep us posted for us here at the stage because we'll be banging on the drum on that if uh, any of this ever comes around once again because you know just seeing house has grown over that two-week period from when we had that surprise interview uh, was it two sundays ago where it was like surprise you're gonna be doing this and just uh, you got <laughs> rolled straight into an interview with me and just seeing how that exploded over that week period uh, into last week as well and just all together, it's been absolutely fantastic. So I really would love to see if this comes back for us to bang on the drum and get this all put through once again. So, yeah, one thing to ask you guys, is there anything else you want to mention from this whole affair? Any any kind of uh, lasting impressions or anything uh, you want to say to everyone who's watching or listening? Uh, I mean, for me, you know, I thank people daily. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, I, I know I've been banging the drum, thanking people, but... Um, you know, I, I was just blown away by the amount of people that, that kind of came forward to help. Um, because I said, you know, you know, we started a small team um, and quickly with everyone coming together as a community. And that, that's the powerful thing in Pembrokeshire is everyone pulled together so quickly um, that we, we're just so grateful, really. And, um, yeah, um, just, just a huge, huge thank you. And I mean, to add, to add on for that from James, exactly the same. I've been been doing lives and running around the streets over in the vans, doing the hotspots and getting on and, you know, trying to be out there and let everybody know where we are and how appreciative we are. But the one thing that I would say is that remember that um, although this two weeks is over, help is not over. There are lots and lots of people out there in Pembrokeshire that I've been educated on since doing this. You've got groups like PAVs who I've got to mention who uh, look after the community in Pembrokeshire. Uh, there's food banks out there and, and other places where there, are, there is food and there is help available. Um, so if you are struggling to get hold of somebody or you maybe you're knocking on closed doors, as I found with a couple of people this week, then if you want to contact me or, or Hasties or whatever it might be, um, we can have some, or, you know, if James has got some, uh, got some time there as well. Um, I've actually got some info on a couple of different businesses and the different areas and numbers where people can go and get contact, go and get help. Um, you know, and there's, there's always somebody out there. So you can always get in contact if you need something. Um, and we'll try and we'll help you point you in the right direction as well. Fantastic. Yeah, I just had to that as well because we had a lot of messages from from people saying they were, you know, embarrassed that they had to reach out and you know they, they felt you know awkward me messaging and you know the, the amount of messages we sent back to people saying look, you know, everyone struggled at some stage. You know, don't feel embarrassed. You know, this is a time you know to speak to people and reach out. You know, we put it there to help during lockdown, but you know, as Carl said, you know, even though lockdown is is ending, you know, please make sure you are reaching out to people because if you do need that help, you know. Obviously, if we can't help, there is always someone out there that can lend a hand. So, yeah, just make sure you are speaking to people and not locking yourself away, you know? Absolutely. There's never any shame in asking for help when it comes to anything like that. So anyone who is uh, watching now or listening or watching back on the video later on through our podcast, if ever you need help, there is no shame in asking for it ever, ever, ever. People will never judge you for that. You know, that's what we that's what we do. Yeah. We look after each other. So if yeah. that happens, the options are there. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on once again on the show. And uh, if there's any updates or anything, uh, be sure to let us know. I'll be happy to uh, interview you guys once again. Just seeing, you know, maybe an, an aftermath of seeing after this week period, just how things have gone, how, how much has been with the, uh, well, not so much aftermath, but just picking through all the pieces. Because imagine it's been a very busy two weeks. You know, you're going to try and calm down as such. You're going to be back to, back to some semblance of normality as such. Yeah, yeah back to, that's back to the day job now. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thank you very much, sir. So, to everyone who's been uh, tuning in as well to watch this as well, give, let's get some big hearts and likes in the chat for these uh, two. And also for Ben as well, who's uh, not able to join us on this call as well. And to all the volunteers and everyone who's helped out, let's get those in the chat as we say uh, thank you very much and goodbye. Thanks, Stuart. Yeah, all Cheers, the guys. Thanks, mate. Take Cheers. Care. Thank, thank you. you guys. Bye. See you now. Keep safe. Bye, you too. Well, there we are. That was the uh, fantastic interview we just had there from uh, the guys at the History Bike Cafe, Synergy Health and Fitness and all the rest to do with the wonderful donations they've been putting together over the last couple of two weeks. During this five break period, it's been a big, big smile on my face hearing this. At £7,600 donated from people here in the county to help out with this for feeding people all across Pembrokeshire has just been a big, big smile on my face over the last two weeks. So with that, I'm going to roll into our next track now, feature a bit of Ariana Grande with Positions, and I'll return. We're going to be discussing a few other bits of piece now with what's coming up into the next week with gaming. As I mentioned, we have those games being released, but also curiously, why are they being released before some consoles are out yet? That's going to be the question. I'll be back very soon.
All right, so we are back. That was Positions from Ariana Grande. Welcome, everyone. This is, of course, the Sunday Gaming Show. If you just missed it, we just had a fantastic interview with uh, James uh, Scudder and uh, also Carl Williams talking about the wonderful stuff they've been doing at the Hasty Bike Cafe and with Synergy Health and Fitness and all the rest with uh, donating f- good, healthy meals out to the county during this five-break period we've been going through for the past two weeks. If you missed that, when you watch back on that and hear just how they've been getting on over the last week. If you head to our Facebook page, you can find the live interview there or find it on our podcast later on. On as well. So then, we'll be talking about the upcoming release of the games. I mentioned quite a list of games earlier on about how we have Godfall coming out. We also have a little bit of stuff with Planet Coaster. We also have Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales and a few others as well. Now, these are released a little bit early in some ways because they're meant to be PlayStation 5 titles, but they're also coming out on the 12th, about a week before we have the PlayStation 5 being released. Now, why is that? Well, it's some of these games are actually meant to be designed for PlayStation 4 as well, but the big question now is going to be can the old-gen console handle these games? There's a big problem back in 2013-14 when we had games that were designed for both uh, consoles. I had this with uh, Transformers Rise of the Dark Spark back in 2013, where the difference of the power between the two consoles meant that when I tried to play it on the 360, it was clunky as anything. It was so awkward to play. So the question is, with these big titles, will this be the same again? Will we have this issue? Or have they managed to find a way to just get it to behave? And on the subject of uh, Mars Morales, if you have Netflix and you haven't seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, that's just been released now on UK Netflix, definitely watch it if you haven't. It is an outstanding film. And it's just so, so good. The fact that it took me years to produce all of the style of art they did. And it was such a big smile when I was watching that. Uh, I think it was Boxing Day. It was, yeah, Boxing Day uh, last year before all this COVID nonsense restarted kicking in. It was a big, big smile on face when I went to see. It was a fantastic time indeed. Now then, we're going to be talking as well now uh, as we hit the end of the show. Of course, today is Remember... If I can get my words out, today is Remembrance Sunday. If you saw the interview, you would have seen the poppy on our microphone here. So the thing to discuss when it comes to video games is when it comes to historical games especially ones set into world war ii and uh recent wars as well are they appropriate and do they really display things properly on this day of remembrance so we'll talk about that a little bit uh, in a few months but first we're going to have our triple deck special the last one brought to you by our sponsors for the show mags optics featuring sonic the Bucketheads, and dan and shea featuring a bit of justin bieber as well Mags Optics Harford West are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Join us every Friday for the 2.30 kickoff as Haverford West County take over Pure West Radio to bring you the latest news and developments direct from the Bridge Meadow. Team news, transfers, new signings and the latest changing room gossip from the Cymru Premier side. Miss the final whistle? Well, listen to the Haverford West Bluebirds podcast by visiting purewestradio.com. Our club. Our county, our community, Haverford West County, AFC. Are you in need of a local friendly opticians? Mags Optics have been providing quality service to the people of Pembrokeshire for over 20 years. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. You always make me smile when I just totally bona fide. It's not the way you walk, and it ain't the way you talk. It ain't the job you got that keeps me satisfied.
Pure West Radio.
doesn't make a dance when you're drunk with your friends at a party. What's your favorite song? Doesn't make a smile. Do you think of me? When you close your eyes, tell me what are you dreaming? Everything I wanna know it all.、Mm. I'd spend ten. We are back. That there was Dan and Shay featuring a bit of Justy B with Ten Thousand Hours. Before that, we had a little bit of the bomb. These sounds fall into my mind from the Bucketheads. And at the start, it was Sonic with Feel So Good. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Sunday Gaming Show. Now, of course,、cool, this is the last day of the fire break, and I imagine some of you might be feeling a little bit peckish right now. But we do have something a little bit special lined up for that. Feeling hungry? Do you have that rumbling feeling in your tummy? Maybe you fancy a cheeky snack to fill the gap. No problem. We can help you with your hunger pangs and food frenzies. It's time for the takeaway of the week on Pure West Radio. All right, and of course it's that time we love our food here at Pure West. Sunday in lockdown? Well, why not get yourself a Sunday lunch delivered to your door? Our good friends at the Block and Barrel, Halford West, are now open for free delivery to Halford West and the surrounding areas. You can treat yourself and call the number of o one four three seven seven six eight seven seven five to place your order. Just remind that number again. Half West Code o one four three seven seven six eight seven seven five. If you're feeling pecks, you want to have that Sunday lunch delivered to your door. Just call that number and it will get sorted out. The loveliest local eat-out cuisine with the takeaway of the week right here on Pure West Radio. 
Alright then, so with that, we've been talking about upcoming releases, of course, we have the new generation, but of course today is Remembrance Sunday, of course, uh, we've uh, had quite a few socially distant events going on across the county and indeed the country as well to commemorate those who gave their lives for their, uh, for our tomorrow, they gave their today. Now in terms of video gaming stuff when it comes to this, uh, you don't often see much in the way of armistice being commemorated, but many times though there are many games that showcase the, these periods of war, notably Medal of Honor, Call of Duty of course being the big one of this time, and Battlefield are two big ones of that time. You also had more niche ones well in, to do with specific areas of this time, whether it's World of Tanks, whether it's uh, Blazing Angel Squadrons of World War II, if anyone remembers that, and it is uh, Hatchik has double-edged sword because Many people say these games glorify war, these glorify combat and all the, you know, none of the drawbacks of this. But the counter that is, some of these really do, especially in recent times, they've really shown some of the consequences and some of the true horrors of uh, these wars that people went through. And uh, it is uh, one where it's also educational in some ways as well. So you're not educational with getting the perfect assassination or carrying two 50 cal machine guns in your hands, which is very, very heavy indeed. More the kind of stuff of some of these events as well. Like some people have never heard of Nijmegen or the Nijmegen Bridge event, which was featured in Battlefield 5. And then, of course, people never heard of some of the stuff in World War One when it comes to through the mud and the blood into the green fields beyond, when it came to the uh, the Royal Tank Corps when they had their first battle. That is the first mission of the of Battlefield 1. So there are double-edged swords, and it's uh, with some of these studios, they do tend to show some form of commemoration, but not in the way that we are used to, whether it's the poppies, that, uh, of course, it's a very British thing with the Royal British Legion, but with some of the stuff they do with uh, memories and uh, packs and also the missions and stories as well, they do point you towards that. So for all of us here at POS Radio, uh, to those who have served, are serving, or know someone, or a member of family of someone who has served, thank you for all that you have done, because uh, it is, of course... Never easy, never pleasant with the stuff that you have to face when you go through war for those who are actually fighting and for those families waiting at home as well. So with that, we're going to hop into our next two tracks now featuring a little bit of Ed Sheeran with the Galway Girl. Of course, well, that was, I heard that everywhere at one point. It's been rather quiet recently. I haven't heard Galway Girl for quite some time. So just a reminder, you know, it's been out in 2017. It's really been three years. Then after that, it's going to be uh, the remix version of Dancing in the Moonlight from Jubel featuring Navy. She played the fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And baby, I just wanna dance I met her on Grafton Street, right outside of the bar She shared a cigarette with me while her brother played the guitar She asked me, what does it mean? The Gaelic kink on your arm Said it was one of my friend's songs Do you wanna drink on? She took Jamie as a chaser, Jack for the fun She got Arthur on the table with Johnny riding a shotgun Chatted some more, one more drink at the bar Then put Van on the jukebox, got up to dance You know she played Pretty little girl And then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the room As last orders were called was when she stood on the stool After dancing to Kaylee singing to trad tunes I never heard Carrick Fergus ever sung so sweet A cappella in the bar using her feet for a beat Oh, I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week And in this packed out room where she was singing to me You know she played a fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And baby, I just wanna dance My pretty little girl
closing time I was holding a hand, a hand was holding mine Our coats both smell of smoke, whiskey and wine As we fill up our lungs with the cold air of the night I walked her home, then she took me inside To finish some Doritos and another bottle of wine I swear I'm gonna put you in a song that I write About a four-way girl and a perfect night She played the fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And said, baby, I just wanna dance My pretty little Galway girl Feeling warm and bright, it's 
Fantastic. That there was Jubel featuring Naimi with Dancing in the Moonlight. Before that, we had a little bit of music from Ed Sheeran with Galway Girl. So welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. We are near the end now. We have a couple more tracks before I pass you over to, well, myself, actually, for the Sunday after session. A little bit calmer, a little bit more music just to enjoy and relax on this Sunday afternoon as we near the end of the lockdown as well. But, of course, I will be back again next week as I'll certainly be knee-deep in playing Destiny 2 Beyond Light because that's being released on this Tuesday as well, which is uh, very much hotly anticipated seeing just what is going on with that uh, for many fans and what. And also it's going to be one of the big feature titles on the Xbox Series X and S as well because alongside Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that is very much one of the big ones that's coming out with that as a new title. Not so much new IP, but all kinds of new shiny stuff as well. So yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys with me once again. As I mentioned, if you missed the interview I had a little bit earlier this uh, in this hour with uh, with I'm saying the name uh, James Scudder and uh, and trying to think of the name my mind's got completely blank as I try to remember after remind us I think I just need a bit more coffee I think is most certainly in order but uh, from the guys at the Hasty Bike Cafe and Synergy Health and Fitness and the rest as well with the donations bringing food and meals to everyone in the county has been absolutely fantastic with that so if you missed that head to our Facebook page and watch that live interview back once again. So with that, we're going to have our final two tracks now before I go into the news and the weather. We'll be back uh, then with the Sunday after session. Of course, we have Drew Baker coming in then from 5 till 8 with the behind the stage door. Then, of course, we have B.B. Scone, uh, great man B.B. Scone, in from 9 to 11 as always and all the great stuff. So all that stuff and more to enjoy, so don't be going anywhere. But with that, uh, just a reminder, of course, with this being the Remembrance Sunday, with this... Uh, uh, with the memories you've had, with the most time, just a reminder that uh, to close up this show, I think uh, the final part of the famous poem is most certainly in order to all those who have served, is when you go home, tell them of us and say, for your tomorrow, we gave our today. Thank you very much, folks. I'll be back with you after the news and the weather. Pure West Radio's Sunday Gaming Show is proudly sponsored by Mags Optics Harford West. You can also visit us at our sister branch, Tembe Optics in Deer Park, Tembe. Man, Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know? If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James, your time has come. Who are you? I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School, and you, Charlie, are coming with me. A real-life story of self-discovery, driving, and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under 17. Ah, enemy ahead. Fire. Oh, where? I can't see them. Right there. Fire. Oh, man, you missed again. You need to get your eyes tested. Nah, mate. I ain't got the cash for that. You're in college. You can get an eye test for free. Really? From where? I'm with Mags Optics. They're in the Riverside Arcade in Halford West. Sick. I'll check it out. Eye tests are free for children under 16 and those aged 16 to 18 who are in full-time education. Glasses up to £85 are free for students aged 18 and under with an NHS voucher. Call Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 767744 or go to magsoptics.co.uk to book an appointment. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of The Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. 
Mags Optics Harford West are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio. Contact Paul, Tina and the team on 01437 
Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio. Yeah. 